Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Epicast. I'm jumping in here to tell you that this show has joined the Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support some cool fiction podcast creators like Tal Manier, Bloody FM, Ransom Productions, and me. Apollo Plus shows are ad-free and I've got some pretty cool bonus content. And if that sounds cool, you can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopodcast.com. Again, that's apollopodcast.com or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support. You're listening to a Gravestone Production Podcast. What is it, Eurydice? Theophany pours a glass of wine and hands it across the table to the small satyr. The two sit on couches near the top of the amphitheater. Below them, actors set the stage decorations for the beginnings of a play. Eurydice consumes the red liquid quickly before wiping her ever-drooling mouth. Ish, Analia. She hasn't returned with the pig yet. Theophany hands her own goblet of wine to the snakes that form her hair. They coil around the stem, holding it in place to free Theophany's hands as she begins to slice cheese from the charcuterie before her. Hmm. Yes, I do wish you and Olympias had told me that you were giving her a chance to prove herself today. In our defense, the ship's discovery was rather sudden. Eurydice squirms uncomfortably in her chair. I understand that. Yet you had, what, a few hours between when I sank the boat and the banquet to prepare for our guests? You didn't think to tell me then? Oh, I'm... No. Theophany takes the goblet of wine from her hair, now that she has a decent array of cheese slices in front of her. Next time, inform me of these plans before we spy a ship off of our coast. Understood? Eurydice nods frantically as she reaches for the wine bottle again. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm very sorry about that. You may quit your apologies now, sister. Theophany lounges back in her couch, cuddling up against the muscular figure of her Gorgon bodyguard, Thero. In the meantime, I suggest you send some of the Antinus to seek out Analia. If she failed her casting, it may may lead to a rather detrimental situation. That Ilrigger looked particularly rough around the edges. Eurydice shifts a little in her seat. Right about Keo. Eurydice's mouth closes with a snap as Theophany shoots a murderous look her way. The bodyguard, Thero, glances at Eurydice and gently shakes his head. And that's all I'll say on that. Previously on the Epicast. Tossi successfully secures the potions and a map from Theophany's room. Sneak over to the table, and I'm going to grab that map, and I'm going to stuff that down my shirt, too. Are the drawers locked? Uh, the drawers of the of the bed? Yes. Or the, or the desk? Yes. Uh, no, they're not locked. Okay, what's in them? Um, and I'm listening really second. hard for anything coming my way, but I'm rolling this room with the time that I have. And the rest of the crew returns to their original forms. I'm going to, like, fluff my wings a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take one of your... Uh-huh. You're slightly closer to the ground again. I'm slightly smaller. Again. <laughs> I'll take one of the vials from you and give it to... Um, Dimitria? Yeah? Dimitra. Dimitra. Uh, now you can call us the boars to men. <laughs> <laughs> After taking a moment to discuss their predicament, they set off for Mera's tower. 
Sure, why not? Let's throw the body off the cliff. And go to the temple or the tower? Whichever we decide after we throw the body. Let's go throw the body first. <laughs> I like how democracy works. All right, let's throw the body off the cliff. We'll go from there. I'm going to start striding towards where I know the body is. Sneakily. So you guys kind of just like roll her body off yeah, the cliff. Yeah, kind of like thump, a thump, one, thump. two, three. Yeah. Down in the sand below. You guys are headed to the tower then? Mm-hmm. Bell's yeah. Yeah, collective. Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So you guys start to walk in. And unlock the door with a curious solution. So if you press the two symbols that are on your arm, you can actually grab hold of the door handle and it opens. This is wild. <laughs> Open the door. Are there footprints through the dust already that where I haven't walked? Uh, roll me a perception. Double 14. Which is plus 5 to 19. Uh, you do spy a couple footprints in the dirt and the dust around, leading into the tower main. The epic continues. Now. Welcome back to the Epicast, everybody. Hooray! We're all together again. We're all together. Nick has flown in for this one. Uh Uh-huh. How fancy. They actually teleported me here using D&D magic. Yep. It was FedEx. He used Dimension Door. It did still still take four hours, weirdly, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yes. uh, Game Master Scott Graves with me is Nicholas Meyer. I'm here. I'm glad to be back in person. Although it's probably worse for our audio sound. Who are you but, playing? Um, I'm not. I'm playing a different character today. <laughs> <Don't>, why? <laughs> I'm saying the ever-loving Vesuvius, Vesuvius, Vesuborus, whatever you want to call him. Um, he's here. He's ready to party, and he's ready to explore this tower. Do we want to do fun facts for our characters? Yeah, I would love to do a fun fact for my character, Scott. Fun fact for Vesuvius. Um, fun fact for Vesuvius is um, uh, he knows that he has like half siblings, but he's never met them. Okay. Like there's other like demigod, like demigods of uh, Zeri out there. Mm-hmm. Um, not that many. And he knows they exist, but he doesn't know where they are or like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Or, Cause his father never talks about them. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. We also have Katie Ming. Hello. Hello. Tis I. You were playing. I am playing Alia. We've all forgotten how to do it. <laughs> I know it's been like two or three weeks, but let's just give it is. Your name, your character, character, and a fun fact. Indeed, I'm Alia the Beacon. Um, let me hold on. Let oh, me. we never did our epithets. Oh, that did we ever introduce our epithets? I don't know. No, we, no, we never did. Oh, let's have that be your fun fact. Well, then there you go. I'm I'm Alia, the the Beacon. Should I say how I got that, or is that like uh, too sure. much of a fun yeah, fact? Yeah, if you want to. Great, cool. Um, I I got that from Alia. Grew up on these cliffs because she is an, a harpy that is like a cliff swallow harpy, and so her. I don't know what you would call a group of them. Is it a village? I don't even know. But Hamlet. The, the place where she grew up. It's all on the cliffs, and um, when there be storms, there isn't like a installed lighthouse there, so. Um, uh, the ships that would come in sometimes couldn't see the cliffs. And so she would 
fly out and direct them using her magic that would make her super visible and shiny and all that to the the proper directions to actually get to safe harbor and she did it enough times that they gave her that epithet as the beacon so she was a one woman lighthouse yep that's awesome what was what was vesuvius's epithet oh it's the uh, vesuvius the scarred uh, epic scars i got from season one and nice, also nice. i have a lot of scars from my training in nishval for for those of you who know in season one vesuvius got a big old kick-ass scar across his face that goes right over his eye Sick from a is he blind in one from eye? a big yeti monster. Is he now blind in one eye? Then no, no, it's just kind of discarded. Sweet face. I was like, I was enlarged, like magically enlarged. What happened using the spell, and then okay. I, you know, it kind of just shrunk. And it's, but you yeah. know, it's cool. Cool, cool. Well, let's have Caitlin Evans. Woohoo! Hello. Oh, your last name's Evans. Yeah. You've never said that. You never said that. Vesubuffa. I know I have. Hi. Uh I'm playing Demetra. And uh my epithet is um the ever curious. Oh. <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> 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 I can guess. <laughs> I think the tomato incident is evidence enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's fair. I love that. No, that's just normal trident behavior. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, um, well, in in, um, in her home uh, city-state of uh, Valerian, it was forbidden. Well, more so forbidden in her uh, teenage years to ever go to the surface. Mm-hmm. But when she was younger, it was more so like discouraged to go to the surface unless there were monsters from the deep that were threatening to escape to the surface world. Mm. Then only Tritons could, from that city, could surface and kill them. So she's always heard stories about like some people going to the surface and she always wondered what it was like. Cool. Mm. And now there she is and she got turned into a boar, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she ate a tomato for the first time and she's having like a really good time. <laughs> Perfect. She's having a good time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that many might be new different experiences. than the rest of the experiences. Yeah. yeah that's, that's and last but not least, Jessica Simons. Holy cow. Hi, everyone. I play uh, Tassie. I'm a rogue. And uh, her epithet is the nameless. Because as you might have guessed by this <laughs> point, she does not remember very much about her past. So she's just, you know, she's having a lot of new experiences too here. And we'll find out what's going on because your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> cool, cool. Cool, cool. Before we jump back in what's your to where fact? we left off, my yeah. fun fact is that in this current month that we're recording this, which is December, I am recording, I want to say, about 15 hours of podcasts across two different shows. Oh, we love you for <laughs> so, it. Between between this and season two of The Kestrel Files. Gotta love the main shot of The so, Kestrel Files, finally the Graves. Yes. I watched the first two. episode, watched, listened to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as of right now, the first <laughs> recording this, the, the first episode aired on Monday. Woo! Yeah, and Katie does myself. just kind of, Katie kind of just stares at her phone and watches the little <laughs> meter go as she listens to the podcast. You know Every second I watch it take by as I listen to myself. <laughs> <laughs> You know, technically speaking, we did watch the first episode. If you really want to go there, we were all there 
recording it. We did watch it happen, sort of. But like mm. we were all separate, though. A little bit of housekeeping before okay. we jump in this. Uh, it's just one tiny small thing. Vesuvius. Mm-hmm. You lost piety. <gasps> what? With Sarah. Why? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, when you tossed the body off the cliff. Into the ocean. It did not make it into the ocean. I rolled <gasps> to see if it would get, if it would land above or below the tide line. It landed above the tide line. I just assumed because Jessica made her prayer to her God that it just went into the ocean. Oh, yeah. Did I gain piety from that? No. What? It was a gift to the ocean. He likes it different gifts. It didn't make it the ocean. ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't the tide eventually just come up and wash her away? Even if it not didn't if like. It's, if it's so, above the tide line, the water's never going to touch it. I so feel just like went splat into the rock. <laughs> I feel like I would have tried to make sure it go into the tide line, but okay. How much t- how much piety did I lose? Uh, you would have lost one point, but I believe as a demigod you lose two. two. Okay, so oh no, two points out of your five hundred thousand. I know, right? I still have my I still have my uh, upgraded boon ability. So yeah, I was say it's not much, Pi- but piety ability, whatever it's called. It, in, in our first instance of losing piety, it is it is Vesuvius. And you know what's so. funny? As I was l- listening and editing back to that, I realized. I did not intend to like <laughs> like I just like forgot I was supposed to bury things. I was doing that <laughs> because I thought it was the most tactical thing to do. Yeah. I was just like I was looking back I'm like oh that's nice that I did that cuz I would have lost piety otherwise, but Scott's punishing me anyway. <laughs> For forgetting because I did definitely did not think of that in the way it's like oh I should do this to not anchor my death. Yep. <laughs> well that sucks. Um, that's fine. I'm still at 25. What, I, say, I say what are you at? 25, 25 still. I'm still. Still got my disciple bonus. So <laughs> would he have been able to see that it didn't make it into the ocean? Uh yeah, you guys would have been able to see that it it didn't make it there. But, but we, I so probably just either watched just the body ex- explode across. I the believe cliffs. if I remember so like you remember you, you tossed it and you watched it go thump onto the the. You, Sand, didn't, you didn't really describe it that much, uh, if I remember correctly. Maybe you I think it. I think we just said we did it, moved on. Yeah, I think just <laughs> I as a prayer, you said we toss off the body. You fell down into what I assume was the ocean, and then we moved on. Hmm. Either, either, either saw it and thought the tide would get it, or just didn't care enough to walk down there. It either way it serves the, serves a good story. It's so. all good. I don't give, I don't give um, too much. Do but when last we left you. You were all in the kitchen of this, of Mara's tower. Yep. Give you another description of that kitchen. It is rather quaint. A brick oven sits against the right wall as you enter next to a wood fire stove. On the left wall, a countertop and a variety of cabinets adorn it alongside a larger door built into the curved wall of the tower main. And ahead of you looks to be a pantry door. If you remember the, the brick oven, was still warm and I believe our little cliffhanger was Alia noticing that there was some footprints that were not any of yours in the room ahead of her. Mm-hmm. And they or, were very large. Did she see where they were leading? They were leading into the They were door. leading into the tower main. The tower main? Okay. Yeah. I want to check out the pantry. I want to go to the pantry first. You want to check out the pantry? Yeah. Let me reveal that on the map for you. And then I would like to set into the north wall. I would also like to be doing something in the main. This is the pantry. Nope, that's the wrong one. That's the pantry. <laughs> I suspected pantry items. <laughs> but I wanted to, is this a map that Justice made? This is a map that Justice, Justice made. Justice, can I just say your maps are beautiful? Oh, wait, he's not in the room. What am I talking to? <laughs> well, shout out to our map maker, Justice Milhine. Yes, thank you, Justice. You're listening to this episode, as I know you will be. 
uh, the maps are beautiful. Are. And I believe these maps are also going to be released as a bonus to if you support the show. Is that correct? Scott? Yes. If you uh, either are supporting the show as a, a member um, at the Acolyte tier or if you can purchase it as like a one-time purchase, the Game Master's notes at the end of when the season finishes airing, they will be a little, little uh, file download to get all the maps that we're using in this. Now, the closet uh, is a decently large pantry that holds several barrels and bags of food. A majority of the food is far too old and either moldy or have since turned into a small garden. <laughs> a few yeah. of the barrels appear to have had a magical preservation spell cast of them, so some crops still appear edible, but a vast majority of the storeroom is not. A lot of the room is covered in dust as well. No secret potions. Uh, not that you see. I will. Uh, I will say this because this is this is flavor text and for fun, and I don't think you guys asked this otherwise. But I'm rather proud of it. There is a grand total of 159 gallons of potatoes. Wow. Why did you measure them in gallons? Potatoes. Yeah. What? <laughs> are they liquid? <laughs> liquid no. potatoes. No. No. These are magically preserved. They're 159 gallons of potatoes because they're in barrels, which are measured in gallons. Oh. <laughs> just call them barrels. I think yeah, you just measure things in a, barrels. Yeah. yeah, but 159 gallons sounds a lot cooler than three barrels of potatoes. That's fair. I'm glad that you came up with that, Scott. I'm, Get off my back. I, <laughs> I was being genuine-ish. I would like to go... <laughs> I would like to go listen at the door that the steps went through to see if I can hear anyone walking up. Like the, the door, not like the steps. I don't know if there are steps. I'm assuming there are steps. There's but the door. The, 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 the footsteps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went. Yes, you can go go ahead and roll me a perception. This is not sight-based, so you don't get any of your harpy boons for that. Darn. Since you are but listening still, to the door. It's still my plus five wisdom, yeah? Is it wisdom? Whatever first? your perception wisdom. score is. That's perception. Wisdom. It is. Ha! <laughs> so, plus five. That would be a natural 20. Whoa! Oh. A natural 20, you... So 25. Nice. Here's silence on the other side of the door. We started huh. episode four with a natural 20. Let's go, baby. I picked, I picked this die on purpose because it always treats me well and it has yet to let me down. I love it. Nice. I also like loaded die. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> so now we have the sexy die and the loaded die. It's mm-hmm. not loaded. It has rolled r- poorly before, just very rarely. She did wink when she said that there was no loaded. So I did knows. not. Thanks for that visual, Nick. That really helps You're the listeners. She was also uh, crossing her fingers. I saw it. Anyway. Anyway. Which door did we come in through? You came in through the southern door down here that led into the living room. Mm. And I'm currently looking at okay. this <clears throat> one up here. Um, okay, let's open the door then and go up there. Ah. Mm, uh, you said you, you listen. There's no one behind it, right? Do you, I I kind of want to fly back up again and see if anyone enters into the top of the tower, like with a candle or something. See if there's any light up there, because if there's like a hot like head back outside, yeah, fly, and up, fly and up and look around before we go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just because if there was somebody recently down here, the next place they would go back to if they went back up was would be that room. I will say, in the previous episode, the first thing you did was fly up to the top. And I know. Look in the window. Oh, okay. You just want to do it again? Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if you forgot it or not. No, no. I, I, I remember that, and I remember there wasn't anyone there, but if that person was currently in the kitchen when I flew up there, or if they were walking up the oh. stairs, then they wouldn't have reached it yet. And if, the, if it's still hot in the oven, you know, it's still warm to the touch, mm-hmm. and they were just here, and then they're going back up the stairs, 
then it would make sense if they went back up to that room and then I could see if they're back up there. Yeah, you can you can pop out, fly up, do a lap, and you don't see anybody up there. Okay, cool. I'll come back down. All right, yeah. I okay. guess we can go through. Right. <laughs> so you enter the tower main. Yeah. Ooh, spider webs. Yeah, spider webs. Spooky. The This room is rather wide. The wall here curves with the edge of the tower. Uh, and a wall on the left is a door, and straight ahead is the open staircase that winds up to the center of the tower. And there is also a door on the right wall as well. Left door. Can we see where the footsteps lead? Like, can we still see them? Uh, no, at this point, the, the it's less dusty. Mm. Mm. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You want to go to the left door. Yes, but... If I look at the door behind me, are there runes, the same sort of symbols on the door to the... No. Okay, so it's not like the cottage is just separate. Okay. Oops. Don't mean to drag you there. And both of the doors look the same that like we could go into. They're both normal doors. Yep, both normal doors. Mm-hmm. Open up the left door. Normal door doors. To find a bathroom. No. Oh. All right, everyone uh, get out, It contains guys. a ceramic toilet, a standing tin wash basin and with water flowing gently out of a faucet, and a bronze bathtub. Everything but the wash basin in here is covered in a thin layer of dust. They left the faucet running? There's no handle to stop the faucet from running. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wash my hands. And you do detect magic. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to try and scrub off some of the blood. Um, yeah, I wash my hands. The, yeah. the water is uh, warm. Oh, Ooh, excellent. Ew. Like Ew. Scrub. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Are we covered yeah. in blood right now? What did we last you do? Know, no, the last thing we did was get, we attacked the lady and then we had just kind of walked for a long time. Well, yeah, but why are you covered in blood? <laughs> we did eat her corpse off a cliff. Yeah. Uh, that I watched. She was gored by it. Yeah. We were I didn't touch her, dust. though. I'm clean. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny are that you? we never talk about how our characters use the bathroom. Let's not start. <laughs> let's not start now. Okay, let's move, let's move on. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. There's no moving other on. door into this room. It's just the one. Just the one. Okay. Right, any let's windows? Go, let's go to the right door then. What's in, just for my person. There? Uh, there is no windows. No windows. And the That'd only be thing rather magical... weird to have a window in the bathroom. And you'd be surprised how many I know. bathrooms. I know. I, I, I am surprised how many bathrooms don't have win or like have windows and they aren't fogged. My my, yeah. my uh, parents-in-law's house, their shower oh. has a window oh. <laughs> that points no. right to the uh, neighboring house, and <laughs> there is no window shade on it. <laughs> It's is the it, weirdest thing. Is it like That's one funny. of those skinny ones that's up tall so only your head shows? Or is it like a it's window? It's just like a square window, like just above head height. But the weirdest thing is they put their trampoline right outside that. <laughs> so if the boys are ever there bouncing was on strategy. That, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. What the hell is in this room? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. The inside of Holy. this room is a mess. Oh my Taking god. up half the oh, tower, shoot. the room contains several sets of candles and paint buckets and tubes, all stacked upon various hanging shelves around the room. A circle of rocks and bones over a painted trinity knot on the floor are surrounded by several symbols painted onto the stone. Even to the untrained eye, it looks like whoever did this has attempted to draw a second and more sinister circle on top of the first one. So that's paint? Can I check for if traps? If anyone would like, you can check for traps. If anyone would like, they are also able to roll an intelligence check. I will do that too. Uh-huh, yeah. Just um, straight up and down? Traps would be perception, mm-hmm. Scott? Uh, depends upon how you're going about it. If you're just glancing around the room, 
That's perception. If you're going to like actively walk into the room and check things, that would be investigation. Um, my intelligence check was 12. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and do perception because I don't want to go too far into the room yet. Okay. I would also like to see with similar type of perception check to see if I can tell if it's blood or if it's actually paint. 25. You can, you can smell it. It's paint. It's paint. Okay. Yeah. What, was, what was your perception? 25. Uh, you do not see any traps. Okay. 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 It's red. We walked to this room. We can see this map. It is red. Yeah. It looks like a bunch of blood everywhere. <laughs> it does. It, it looks like terrifying. a murder scene. <laughs> it was, it's terrifying. It is a lot of uh. spilled paint. Is the writing on the circle, does that look the same as what was on the cottage and on my arm? Uh, it does, yeah. Great. You can roll an intelligence check to figure out what it is. I rolled one a second ago, and it was really bad. Okay. You could also spend two tokens to just know. How many tokens we got? Three. You have three. How are we feeling, guys? We might want to know what risky. this is. Well, I feel Let like, me roll an intelligence check. Yeah, why don't you do it? Why don't you yeah. do it less saving grace? 13. <laughs> that is also a fail. <laughs> All right, let's spend these tokens. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to walk over and like... To seek what is known. Kind of carefully walk over and crouch down beside the circle and turn my arm left and right looking at it. And I'm also going to spend two tokens to seek what is known. Catch. You failed <clears> me. <throat> My defense, they split me there. Okay. You've spent two tokens to seek what is known. These symbols are written in Proteomelia, and they are teleportation circles. But they are broken teleportation circles. The circle underneath is a broken teleportation circle, and it is broken because over the top of it, it looks like someone has attempted to find a way to circle, use circle of teleport, into Nishval. <gasps> and as Tasi kind of points this out, seeking what is known, Vesuvius, you're able to recognize that one of these symbols around the, the circle in red paint is the Proteomelia symbols for Nishval, which is carved into the gate of Nishval that everybody passes, that the majority of people pass through what? as they enter. Whoa. Well, I'm glad we went through the right door. <laughs> this room Left is door? noticeably the bathroom. <laughs> right <door. laughs> Extremely relevant plot point. <laughs> I'm glad we took the time to wash our hands first. <laughs> this room is noticeably not dusty. And only some of the paint is slightly dry. <gasps> is there any like paint left in the buckets that's still like available? Yeah. All right, I take it and I dump it all over the circle. Okay. Wait, we don't want to try and like no, finish the circle. No, wait, wait. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Hell no. Hell to the no. Wait. No in hell. No in hell is getting out. No one in hell is getting into hell outside of it without the right. No, absolutely not. I get in there. I start putting the paint everywhere. I disrupt the circle as best as I can. Yeah. Has it been used? Can we tell if anyone's tried to use it? Uh, or was it still incomplete? Like really incomplete. If they try to use it, it's failed because it's incomplete. Okay. Wait, bef- as he's dumping it, can I try and compare that same type of writing to see if I have like mirrored or it's this like pro Amelia on my arm? It's it's proto Amelia. Okay. Do I see the same symbol for Nishval on my arm that nope. I see on the circle? Okay. Nope, nope, nope. Thank God. That's what I thought Nishval, for a second. Nishval is a is a specific, highly complicated symbol. Okay. Does it seem like it was done in a rush? No. 
Okay. Hmm. I'm going to go take a look at those tubes or bandages. Ping me on the map. <laughs> uh, right here. It, it can't really tell. It's, okay. It looks like it looks a murder like scene in here, guys. Those are, those are lots of scrolls. And uh, ah. the tubes I was talking about, or I'm referring to paint tubes. Ah. Can I read? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I'm going to try and look at one of these scrolls. Can I read? Oh, she I doesn't As know. amnesiac, do you think you can read? I don't think I've gotten the chance to try. I was on a boat. Okay, then roll for it. I'm going to roll to read. I was, I was say roll a d20, roll flat d20. Read. Ten, or 11 or higher, you can read. 10 or lower, you fail. Wow. I don't think 50 50 shot. What have we ever been done before? I can't imagine the situation. I'm excited. Which, what is that? 17. Uh, These are scrolls detailing. uh, Most of them are in Proteamelia, which none of you can read that. But the couple that are written in the the common tongue, I think think I call it Alinica, they are are detailing. uh, A couple of them detail Nishval. A couple of them detail teleportation circles. They're all kind of talking about it in theory. But most of it is in Proteomelia. I'm gonna like looking around at these skulls, just kinda glance over at Vesuvius, who's I guess frantically dumping paint over the teleportation show, be like, Yeah, your dad sounds like a right party. What? what? Wiggle it at him. This is all about your home. What is? The scrolls. The what huh? Okay, the, I, I, the I, scrolls. As soon as I'm done like dumping paint over, I'm gonna go and take a look at them, I guess. Uh there's no further information. There's just, you know, information about Nishval being things that are have been communicated. There's their epithets from from conversations with, like people supposedly had with Zerate. There's information that from possibly the manifestations about Nishval and the way it functions. There's no there's nothing detailing like this spot in Nishval can be gone to by these coordinates kind of thing. Is um, this is most information your stuff I already know? Oh yeah. Yeah. This is this is all it's all like common level Nishval knowledge. There's nothing special. It's common level Nishval knowledge. Is it like common level as far as like most people know it, or is like this is all stuff that people in Nishval would just know about it? Like most people know it. Like Okay. It's it's things like descriptions of the gates of Nishval and would most people guardian. in the service know about that? Yeah. Okay. Like how like how everybody knows to get into Hades you have to go cross the river Styx and pass by Cerberus. Sure. It's that sort of information. Okay. So nothing else that's like stuff that people shouldn't know. Nothing nothing to alarm you. Mm-hmm. So the bones. Mm-hmm. Can I go and see what kind of bones they are? Are they human bones? Are they animal bones? No, they're bones? primarily bison. Bison or, bones. Uh, sorry, not bison. Water buffalo. Water buffalo. <laughs> so different. Sorry. I don't know how you could possibly have mixed those how up. Are there, oh, I guess a teleportation circle. I was going to say, how Well, are water we? buffalo are the predominant animal in this land. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. Oh. Did you say that part? How clean are yeah. they? Huh. Uh, pretty clean. They've been cleaned. Huh. And they're all like intact, they're not like broken or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are they arranged in a certain way or are they just kind of dumped in the uh, Hard to tell now. You did mess you up the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking I was doing it on the runes. It doesn't look like the bones are on the, where the runes are. The bones are, are scarred. The picture's not 100% accurate, but it's very accurate. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's bones scattered throughout the circle that were probably placed there intentionally in those spots, but are no longer in their original positions. So it looked like the circle failed, but it also looks like there's a like a dribble of paint 
that goes to this desk over here. Caitlin, you had a question? May I take a bone? Yeah, you may take a bone. Hell yeah. <sighs> you better put it in your inventory or you're, you're going to forget. Mm-hmm. You're going to get haunted. <laughs> uh, By a water buffalo spirit. <laughs> <laughs> pet, ghost, pet, ghost, <laughs> pet, ghost. <laughs> you never you know what will come in handy. <laughs> Ghosts in this world are exclusively vengeful. Aww. Yeah. Angry water buffalo. <laughs> well, they're, they're where they're not supposed to be. No one just walks out and just fall peacefully just because they feel like it. <laughs> well, most ghosts in the world are haven't made it to Nishval. They're trying to go there, but mm-hmm. because of where their body is and they're tied to where their body is without the proper funerary rites. Like that person? They're stuck. Who got stuck off of the cliff? Who's going to now stay Whatever. there? They deserve it. <laughs> you said that? No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. I would never, Vesuvius would never say that out loud. <laughs> Your dad would come up to yell he at you. He might think it, but honestly, Vesuvius probably believes that, like, everyone deserves a burial. He said that before. But he really, really pissed Cremation. Him off. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you still could cremate that one particular guy if you shoot, like, a flaming There's, there's two ways. Fireball. You can either cremate. To, to sort of smoke someone's their body and or someone's death and death can guide them to the gates of Nishval or you have to toss their body into the ocean and their body will travel along the currents and the water itself will deliver them down through the rivers into Nishval hear me out what if we got a really long stick and just pushed hear me out I think this moment's passed let's push forward <laughs> to where we currently are and, and what's, what's happened with the body has happened it's happened it's dead it's gone it's not Fully gone, but it's there. <laughs> Let the dead rest. Or, well, not rest. Well. <laughs> anyway. Is there anything else, like, in this room? Can we make any sort of investigation check? Is there anything else to find? or? Um, What would you be looking for? I don't know. A secret compartment, holding some sort of... Anything to point to what the purpose of this was. Apart from... Cause did, we get, did we get from the sequel that's known this? They're trying to get into Nishfall? It's a possible conclusion. Or getting someone out. Or getting someone out. Oh, my blood's boiling. And I, my hair is steaming. <laughs> I feel like that's more likely it's <laughs> this, getting someone out. It's going to make my job so much harder. <laughs> <laughs> this even oh, God. paperwork. I'm glad this disc does not work. Are there any like handprints or footprints that are made by the paint so mm. you can like so we can tell what type of person this might be who is that like super large and all that. Cause I know that from the footprints before I just got the size, like this is a large person. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm certainly tracking footprints of paint everywhere at this point. <laughs> yeah. Can I yeah. pocket the scrolls that I cannot read? <laughs> sure. I'm going to hold on to them just in case. How many of them are there? Oh yeah. How many? There's a lot. Pick yes. the most important looking ones. Let's make one last investigation check to try to see if there's anything else in this room that it missed as any importance. Okay, where specifically are you investigating? And, um, and tell me your process, because that uh, will kind of that kind of determines how successful, sure, like the, and the DCs for investigation rules and stuff. Right. I just seeing this has put division state of alarm and concern that he's rarely in. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to be more methodical than I ever would be. Um, I'm going to start searching the desk, uh, like search under it, pull out and see if there's anything like to be found. Look through every single scroll. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see like, is there anything of note? I'm going to search like, um, like through the piles of what I assume to be sort of like kind of rubble, or like, I don't know what this is on the side of the room, but I'm going to be pretty thorough okay. about like checking the chests or, or like anything else that seems to be important out of the ordinary, pointing okay. to some sort of conclusion. 
Go ahead and roll investigation. Okay. I'll help you. You'll help me? Yeah. Yeah, I will. Is that going to give me advantage? Uh, yeah. Sure. Like Ooh. Nat freaking 20. Ooh. Nat 20, baby. Plus 19. That's an 18. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an 18. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maximum score I can get to 18. <laughs> You're able to piece together... I think just through a couple of the scrolls that in a different corner that Tassie hadn't found that most likely this looks like it's a trying to get into Nishval. Oh. Into Nishval. Why? Why? It's not that great. Also, if you you die, you'll go there anyway. You're also free to roll uh, Arcana. I'll do it. In what you see, what you know about how circles of teleportation would work. Five. Say so it's going to be pretty difficult because none of you are wizards. Can none I? of you have studied <laughs> this sort of wizardly... One. <laughs> can I roll two? And sure, you can roll. A negative two. Balls, that's not good. Yeah, no, we don't know. Uh, it's 15. Okay. F- 15's not bad. I have a plus seven in Arcana. So she did not roll a 15. <laughs> 15's still good. That's a medium hard check. So there's check. no exits out of this room, right? That I can see. Can I check for hidden doors? You do not find any hidden doors. Kaylin? Hi. You look like you're about to say something. No. Okay. (laughs) She always looks like she's about to say something. (laughs) (laughs) I keep keep, making eye contact with Kaylin. It looks like she's about to say something, and then Jessica says something, and then it looks like she's like, I'm going to let her speak, and I'm like, no, I'm enjoying this. this, this <laughs> I'm enjoying the story yeah. unfolding. It's my first time being in a room with Caitlin. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, it does like she's always about to speak. Okay. That's great. Where do you go from here? Upstairs. Yeah, I'm going to wander around in the door. Are we going stealthily? Please say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can move the stealthily. I don't think I can uh, or would want to at this point. I'm pissed. Well, no, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't go stealthily first to see if there's anyone here. Uh, you, it, if if your character wants to try to convince Vesuvius to let Tassi go first, and she's got to, she can move through walls. Apparently, Tassi was eating a Cherokee piece and goes, "Hey, what?" If, if you, if your character wants to try to convince Vesuvius to let Tassi go first, I can't even go with her. I have fine stealth. It's not great, but it's better than nothing. I mean, she has like, well, you have like a plus 12 to stealth, right? Just <laughs> yeah. something crazy. So like, if you and I, can, too. I can speak telepathically with her too. So she can tell us if anything happens, I can like open up the channel and then she can respond if she sees anything. That way we can go in there without having all of us get murdered by this crazy person who wants to go to Nishval while still alive. I just, I need to find her and, and or them and end this because the, the I, I well yes and we're going to do that but we, that doesn't mean we have to barge in guns blazing immediately we can at least see if they're home first why don't you roll persuasion because <laughs> <laughs> he was he's about Let to me get barge out a better dice Hold I'll do like the barge upstairs you want to roll on my dice tray? no I want <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do you want to use my dice tray? <laughs> Such a defiant no. <laughs> no, I cannot. I have a number in my head. Fourteen. And that beats it. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. You've convinced him. All right. Okay, so what's what's the plan? Tossy's sneaking ahead. And I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna open up 
my uh, like a telepathic connection with her by using my my brooch of telepathy, so that you can respond and then tell me if you see anything. I so, like how we just decided that she was going to do this and didn't ask her. I say, yes. is, is Tossie willing? <laughs> I feel like Tossie is, again, just gnawing on a piece of like beef jerky over here. And she's like, do you ask before you connect telepathically yes. to her? <laughs> no, actually, what I'll probably do is be like, hey, can you go spy for us in your head? <laughs> God. God. I think this tower might be haunted, y'all. This no, happened that to you was... before. She did this to you earlier. I, I did. I forgot. I did. <laughs> so did Tossie, apparently. <laughs> Sometimes the short-term memory isn't great either. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes Head sense trauma. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Someone wonderful, owes me, wonderful. like, fresh fruit. Uh, I, ha- I can give you a good berry. That's medicine. It's technically a fruit. All right, all right. I'm just pulling your leg. <laughs> Eat the rest of my beef jerky and sneak up the tower. What about the situation yeah. makes you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn around and just scowl at Vesuvius. <laughs> and just look at her and go, my last meal, maybe. <laughs> because you people keep getting me in situations that I almost get killed. I didn't, that wasn't our fault. <laughs> She's stress eating. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough, fair enough. So, Tassi, go ahead and roll me stealth as you sneak up the stairs. I will do that. <laughs> Caitlin, why are you hiding? It's a 20. <laughs> oh. 20. Yeah. Okay. As you reach this floor of the tower, you find yourself in a small library. Bookshelves adorn the outer wall of the room with gaps in between them for the occasional window and chair. A large oak desk curves against the inner wall containing the staircase, and several books lie open on the table. By the look of it, there are far too many books for this to be considered a quaint reading room, but nearly half of the room's bookshelves are empty. Whoever lived here must have intended to expand their collection. Hmm. I guess I'll take a brief look at the books. What are they? The... uh, Vast majority of the books here are all on uh, spellcasting, history, and philosophy, written in a combination of Elenica and Proteomelia. The open books on the table contain a few writings upon teleportation, dream, and there is a guidebook to Nishval as written by a retired Ilrigger from many centuries ago. Whoa. What? Huh? <laughs> you would know, Vesuvius, uh, that this book is unfortunately outdated as a large portion of Nishval has been reconstructed and remodeled in the last 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm going to turn around and go, you know, I think we're right that they're trying to contact someone because this isn't dream. Dream is a spell where you contact someone through their sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he was talking about the manifestation of dreams. Is it the spell Can or the I tell? It's the... It's both. Uh, uh, is the answer. Yeah. That makes sense. Huh. Huh. Can I read that? Can I read that guide? Can I Can I see that? The The one that's... Is, uh, is Nishval in the same yes. plane of existence as us? Uh, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> yes, because you can just go down yeah. deep enough and you'll make it to Nishval. Yeah. If someone so, the, but it's in, its own realm kind of thing. In D and D, there's the spell planar shift or like mm-hmm. dimension Plane door shift. or like whatever that would that send. Could you use that to go to Nishval or to um, Asteria? Um, uh, you 
could. The difficulty is casting that spell. Right. That's a that's a wizard thing mm-hmm. for this I this so, universe. Yeah. And so doing so, casting plane shifts would be demanding a favor of one of the manifestations to get you to travel from your current location to either that same location on Metarsis or that same location in uh, Asteria or Nishval. Which I assume would be a very high-level spell with a high-level of favor that yes. rarely happens. Yes. Ever. Which one of the books looked the most used or worn? In the- um, uh, Do I have to roll something for that? or can I-, I, think, I think teleportation is the one that looks the most well-used. Okay. Makes sense. I was just going to keep stealthing up the stairs while they all start turning the library. Okay. Oh, oh there's more. Oh, there's um, more to go. There is. Oh, okay. You've gone up just one level in the thing. The stairs continue up further higher. My The reason I asked before if Nishal was in the same plane of existence was because <laughs> Dream does specify that the person you are using, like casting it on, has to be on the same plane of existence as you. I would say for that purpose, no. They are different, different planes. planes. Okay. But for physical travel, they are the same plane. Got it, got it. So you couldn't communicate with somebody in Nishval via dream. Correct. Okay. Scott, mm-hmm. as I zoom in real close on this map, I see mm-hmm. that some books have some very interesting red symbols on them. Mm-hmm. Do those have any sort of meaning? All I would say is maybe compare those to the previous room that you looked at. The previous paint-covered room. That's all. Scott, you dirty, you dirty devil, you nasty bastard. Wait, what, wait, are you saying... Okay. So there's one... If you zoom in real close in this, this lovely map, um, there's an open book with a red circle on the right of it that looks like a, um, like a Y. It's kind of like with the top of the Y enveloping the circle. Mm-hmm. And the bottom of the Y has a little plus sign on it. So it kind of looks like a... It kind of looks like the, uh, the symbol for like female, like that. Mm-hmm. A little bit that. There's um, another one too over here that on the bottom, yeah. The bottom looks like a pufferfish. It kinda looks like a pufferfish. Yeah. <laughs> well I gotta zoom in real close. I mean it looks really cool and runy, but it looks like a bit like a um what's that the art the the onk? Not an onk. Uh what? it looks like a, the omega symbol, like the oh. Greek. <laughs> That's not <laughs> That's so different that's from Yes, but the, the the way this symbol looks, it's like the Omega symbol, but there's kind of like a line going down like exactly the middle of it. It's kind of, it's kind of diamondy. So it kind of looks like it. What? It's kind of like diamondy. Diamond. What are you it's talking? Like fractal in the fact that it, it's like divided weirdly. Don't it's listen to like Jessica. A, it looks nothing. No, like a, <laughs> it has a four point. If you look at it, it's got a long line, a short line, and then two sides where you, you have like the Omega sign. It's got like a weird four-point pattern. You're confusing our listeners. I think Nick's description like of an omega that is bisected is the best description of it. So it looks like the symbol in the bottom of it kind of looks like the omega symbol, but the line isn't bisecting the whole thing. Okay. Uh, I'm right though. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, so I so I was we, I was expecting more to come with that. So <laughs> they didn't write the symbol correctly and therefore didn't teleport correctly. But theoretically, mm. given that rune right there, we could have recreated the teleportation spell, possibly? Well, 
Are you asking if you can recreate the teleportation spell? I don't want. Vesuvius wouldn't. Well, actually, you could totally go see your dad. Like no holds barred. It might be worth it for. Well, I kind of destroyed it with paint. For the scope, I'll say this: for the scope of the adventure, you guys will not be able to teleport off this island. Fair enough. What? (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. That completely nullifies the challenge of the island. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean that makes sense. I'm just thinking you can go Dude, pop in and so it's, your it's like that mm-hmm. island in, in Breath of the Wild, the one in the bottom right corner of the I, map. I where if you teleport one. off, it's like, you know, you'll fail this challenge if you leave. Mm, okay. It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> I accept um, it. Does, does the, like, based on what I remember seeing before he destroyed it, does it look like they were trying to combine these two symbols with the one that was on the floor? Uh, I don't think you could tell that. Okay. I don't think you can, like, I, a lot of this is like, would take years of studying to figure mm-hmm. out what's going on with what these books are saying. None of you, most you don't speak the language that the majority of these books are even written in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What if they failed the teleportation spell and teleported somewhere entirely else, or they've like got like spliced between dimensions? Because oh. the symbol was wrong on the floor. Oh. You might be onto something I, here because there are I no thought, more footsteps. That's what I thought yeah. we were was going to happen. I'm like, it feels like someone's living here, but just yeah. not disturbing anything. So maybe they're like a ghostish kind of. <gasps> thing. Oh, like oh. they're stuck. Yeah, they can like still affect things like with the, the fire and this, but they're stuck. I the, really like that. And Scott's thought. going deadpan, which means we're on to something. <laughs> He's trying not to show emotion. Well, the other thought is that if this is a wizard, which we don't know, but like it seems very wizardy of them to be doing all of this. Most likely. If this is a wizard, then they're, they're trying most likely to become a manifestation. So what are they trying to become the manifestation of is the question. Because is that a thing? It, Scott? It's a common goal for some wizards. Well, if they're trying to get into Nishval and trying to learn about dream they either are thinking about dream or they want to murder the lord of nishval or they want to become the manifestation of death which is totally possible yeah Yeah. manifestation of no something i don't know it's possible that they're not trying to become a manifestation but that's that's just like what a lot of wizards want do you know the manifestation of death yeah do i i'm sure i do no what We, we work together all the time. My job is to help get people to the manifestation of death. Mm. I no. have to at least have met them at like a Christmas party, right? Like a staff Christmas no. party. <laughs> not even, not at a staff meeting. You only meet the manifestation of death once when you die. Uh-huh. All right, all right. So no, <sighs> no, I haven't met the manifestation of death. Lame. Scott, I have two more questions. Well, what, two, one more question and one more observation before we just go upstairs and figure out the whole mystery. I'm already <laughs> upstairs. So these, there's two books with two runes on them. Okay. Which, so each of these books with the runes, mm-hmm. what is the subject of each of these books about? They're both in a language you don't speak. Ah, crap. Okay. The other thing I was noticed is that I was looking back at the circle down on the first floor and there's actual Greek written into this like uh, map <laughs> drawing, <laughs> and Justice knows Greek, and none of us do. So screw you, Justice. That definitely says something in Greek. And um, if any of y'all nerds out there speak Greek and want to, you know, buy this map, go ahead and do it because we're not gonna be able to figure it. So it, it does. Justice has told me, but I don't speak Greek either, or know how to write it. Google Translate. That, it's Greek letters. I'm making it. Yeah. All right. 
I'll try to. No, Google I don't. Google Translate won't work. That's Koine Greek, ancient Greek. There is no Greek Google Translate for that. Suck it! <laughs> <laughs> Justice in the room the whole time. <laughs> Fooled y'all earlier. Okay, so Tassie, you are headed up. Yes, another I'm... level. Does my stealth roll over? Do I need to roll again? Uh, I would say your stealth can roll over. Sweet. Um, crappy, but no. And I'll connect you again with my telepathic perch. So that the, the worst you can get is a 13. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be okay. <laughs> I love being a rogue. <laughs> I love being a rogue. So this floor of the tower opens up into a large laboratory. Various glass containers, small burners, strange spinning devices, and other alchemical tools for potion brewing lie scattered throughout the room. Some of the tools are shattered, many covered in a thin layer of dust. Along the walls, diagrams of alchemical... Along the walls, (laughs) diagrams of alchemical formulae and chemicals are posted about. A bookshelf sits against the wall next to a desk. Several books lie tossed about on the floor, and a few books sit on the desk's chair. As you take this all in, Tassi, you are suddenly caught off guard as a darkness rolls forth out of seemingly nowhere, and you can just glimpse a figure rushing towards you as darkness closes in. We'll see you in two weeks. Ah! I knew it! I knew it! Oh, man. Thank you for listening. Our cast this season consists of Scott Graves as your Game Master, Caitlin Evans as the Fighter Demetra, Nick Meyer as the Ilberger Vesuvius, Katie Ming as the Druid Alia, and Jessica Simons as the Rogue Tassi. The Epicast is produced and edited by Scott and Nick, and our intro-outro music is recorded and produced by the wonderful Wilson Moyer. You can find the amazing background audio used during the game at tabletopaudio.com. The character art for the season was done by Andrea Thomas, at Andrea Artistic on Twitter and can be found on our website, gravestoneproductions.com. If you like the show, there are three things you can do to help support us. The first is to leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. Reviews there are incredibly important to getting new eyes on the show. The second thing, which is just as important, is to share us on social media and tell all of your friends. Tag us on there at Gravestone Crew on Twitter and Instagram. It is always more fun listening to shows your friends are listening to. The third thing is, if you have the financial capability, of course, buy us a coffee as a thanks for the work we've produced. We love doing this, and any support in such a way helps us continue to do just that. Or you could buy some of our really cool stickers, or even the rules to the fate token system, or the Game Master notes for Season 1 so you can run the game for your friends. You can find all of these on our buymeacoffee.com. It's buymeacoffee.com slash gravestonecrew. There is also a support button on our website, and you can learn more about the other shows we do here at Gravestone Productions by going to the theworldwideweb.gravestoneproductions.com. You've been saying that wrong for two seasons. I did that. Well, okay, for the entirety of the first season, we thought when we were recording, we thought we were going to release weekly. Uh... And then we decided in the middle of it, we were like editing it. We were like, we, the pace that we're doing this, we need to release bi-weekly. Yeah. And at that point I was like, we can't just re-record over all of them. <laughs> you know what, Scott? So. I never noticed. <laughs> so. Did you name Common in this world 
Elenica? Yeah. I love that. That's, <laughs> Elenica means Greek in Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Just as you figured me out. <laughs> hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Epicast. I just want to say that this show has joined the amazing Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support a bunch of shows like Mars Fall, Wireland Ranch, Someone Dies in This Elevator, and this one. You can listen to shows ad-free and get tons of premium bonus content on over 40 shows. For us sci-fi people, I recently listened to Mars Fall, and they have a whole miniseries, interviews, and albums of the show's unique score on there. All of it for $10 a month. That's like having a Patreon account to 40 podcasts for the price of one. On top of that, 70% of your subscription goes directly to creators. This support helps us with getting these shows produced. I know every penny that I earn through this program goes straight into the next season's budget. And let me tell you, as an indie podcaster, every cent helps us keep doing what we love and helps keep the content flowing on a faster timeline. You can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS or by going to apollopods.com. Again, that's apollopods.com, or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support.